0: Congratulations, Mike Evans. Who can forget? Again, looking again. Throws up the bit. That's the and 30. 30. Derek Brooks 30. Touchdown to Bay. Derrick Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Here's the snap. Mahomes running to his right. Look out. He may run. Mahomes directly. Oh, sorry. The end. Battle intercepted. Picked off at the end zone. Bucks are going to beat the Chiefs. We're the champions of the world, and we still have a minute 33 to go. Devin White. What a great second season. That's it for KC. Bucks are the Super Bowl champs. They can't stop the clock. We call them the Salty Dogs.
1: And welcome into another episode of the Salty Dogs Podcast. Yes. I am Scott Smith.
2: And I am Jeff Ryan.
1: And uh, I think this is episode three of the new season. It is. I'm excited about this I'm, one.
2: I'm more than excited.
1: I'm, uh, we're going to be talking to Nick Leverett, who this is the time of year when the most. The biggest news, the biggest thing everybody's trying to figure out, the storyline is yep. who's going to make the fifty-three man roster. Uh, the cuts are next August twenty-eighth, next week, next Tuesday, August twenty-eighth. No, August thirty-one. Yes. And um, yeah. a- and the the guys we're talking about now are guys like Nick Leverett, yeah. who undrafted free agent on the practice squad all of last year, or almost all of last year. We'll be talking to him a little bit about that, and um. And came into camp, and he probably wasn't one of the guys you would have initially penciled in on the 53, but it's looking really good for him right now. There's probably not a guy that's had more positive comments about him from the very beginning to now from so many different people than this guy.
2: Yeah, it'll be fun, it'll be fun catching up with him. But before we go any further, Uh-oh. I have to tell you that the Salty Dogs are upgrading tremendously. We are uh, making the big time. So I know you'll be excited to hear this.
1: Yes, this is. I've been waiting for this. this we is we thought this would be week one, but yeah. week three, and we're it, ready it, for it, a big it announcement. It is
2: now legit. Are you ready? I am. We are being sponsored by Beef O'Brady's. Yes. Yes, I know. That's one of your favorite places. I do know that for a fact. And um, so we're happy to have them aboard. And um, one of the things I have to do is I have to play announcer. So are yes, you ready? Yes. Okay, announcer. Wings and beer, beer and wings. <laughs> Nobody combines them like Beef O'Brady's. Start with our award-winning traditional or boneless wings at a variety of sauces and dry rubs. Next, pick your brew. Beef's has all your faves on tap. Beef O'Brady's, where game time meets beer and wing time all the time.
1: Well done, Jeff. You know, like that? Now that's the official.
2: Yeah, that's the official uh, uh,
1: sponsorship yes. uh, notice. But uh, we can talk about Beef O'Brady's sure. off the script. Been around forever, Jeff. Having a kid who was in youth baseball uh-huh. and doing tournaments and, sure. and games at other parks, I cannot tell you how many meals we had with like three or four <laughs> other families at a Beef O'Brady's. Yeah, if there was one nearby, that was always the choice because their menu's huge for one thing. Sure, it's not just wings and beer, uh-huh. and and we all loved it.
2: And no one, yeah, there was something for everyone. And if you can keep little leaguers happy, then
1: did you know happy. that you can order what? the wings with mixed sauces? Like you can say, "I would like it ha- a mix of like." um... Uh, I can't think of the two we always mix, but garlic parmesan and oh. and the hot sauce. You can I mix did, them together. I
2: did not know this. Yes. So you're That's just said. living on the edge.
1: I'm just, you know, I'm an experienced, um, I'm an experienced beef O'Brady's guy.
2: Okay. Well,
1: the the sandwich, the Waterson. Try yeah. that sometime if oh. you don't feel like wings.
2: They're sponsoring us all year, so you can. Use okay. A I bit. should. I should. We can do a little Good. bit of Scott's uh, take <laughs> on
1: beefs on beefs menu. Yes. Yes. But we're we're happy okay. to have them
2: aboard. Yes. So, anyways, um, here we are. Uh, preseason game three coming up. I'm really happy for that.
1: Well, yeah, because it's apparently, technically, there was a preseason game between the last time we did one of these podcasts yeah. and now, mm-hmm. but not so much that you would really know it because that game was hard to enjoy. Uh, yes. And, and easy to forget. Well, it just, well, I, here's the We're talking about the second game against Tennessee when it was all it, reserves. Yep. Oh, no starters. The best, part, the best part about that game. Was when it ended? Well,
2: yeah, it couldn't end fast enough, trust me. (laughs) But the best part about that game is I was watching it, broadcasting, and I was thinking, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really do have a good team. Because this preseason game is just, we're looking to see who we could add. We're not looking for a major piece to add. Right. This is just, you know, a little bit of here. And... Too many years I've spent in preseason games putting all my hopes on the outcome of a (laughs) preseason game. And so I didn't have to do that. Yeah,
1: and like, look, some of these teams, like, look at uh, New Orleans. They have to, they're figuring out their quarterbacks. So they start Taysom Hill one week, Uh, Jameis Winston the next
2: week.
1: Or Chicago, they're doing Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. So we don't have to figure that out.
2: Even in New England. Yeah, really. Yeah, Cam and, Mac Jones. and and Mac Jones.
1: And now Cam could be out for a little bit, five days. I don't think he's missing a game, but
2: no. But but it, that was the good part is that we I feel good where the team is and that preseason is truly doing what preseason should do for a team and that's to tell you what you have among other people uh you know who could make the team you're not looking for that major component you're just looking to yeah. add depth
1: but as a that's great for the team but mm-hmm. as a spectator a game that ends up going like that yeah. is a little tough to watch because you know the the main things that are happening that could could impact the roster are things like hey this guy did a good job staying in his lane on on kick coverage or this guy was good in open yeah. field on special teams and as a fan it's hard to find those things you're following the ball most yeah. of the time So, you know, we saw Patrick O'Connor look really good. He did. He certainly helped himself a lot at a very deep position. We saw that Jalen Darden was back there for, like, the first five return Mm -hmm. reps, which I thought was a good sign, although Coach did say uh, yesterday or today, that um, the job is not the return job is not Jalen Darden's to lose at this point, mm-hmm. it's Jalen Darden's to win, yeah, it seemed like he might have it after that last game, but he does not have it yet.
2: um Bruce doesn't give anybody anything
1: well, right, you sure of
2: course you have to earn it,
1: but I mean, b- but we've heard so many times that he's been realistic yeah. realistic oh, about yeah. it this camp because he'll say when they ask him about bubble spots and so on, he'll be like, "Yeah, I mean, we know who the first thirty five are, uh-huh. and coaches don't normally even say that, no, right. He's saying there's five, maybe seven spots at the bottom of the roster that are in competition.
2: And the other thing, too, is the practice squad is is
1: large, again. Which yes. So Big, big time. Was it 16? 16, just like last year. Yeah. It's all the same rules from last year, which means, technically, when you cut from 80 to 53 and then form a 16-man practice squad, if you, if you don't get anybody from the outside for either the active roster or the practice squad, you really only have to let go of have to, 11 guys actually have to le- leave? The out building. the door. Okay. It's only 11. All right. So there's a lot of guys. You say only 11. That's fine if you're not one of the 11. Not one of, of those the 11. 11. Yeah. Right. But if you're talking about, we start talking about battles like Antonio Hamilton versus Dee Delaney or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, if Antonio Hamilton wins the fifth or sixth cornerback spot, that doesn't necessarily mean Dee Delaney's gone. You All know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and those things change during the season. I mean, Parnell Motley was our fifth cornerback to start last season. And then... You know, then it became Ross Cockrell. Right. It was really more the fourth cornerback because Ryan Smith basically does play on special teams. All right. So, um, Jeff. Yep. I wanted to play a little game with you All right. um, in this first segment here. I, I, know. I, I did give you a
2: little bit you of You did give hint. me a heads up, but I really didn't think you about d- it because
1: I've been sideways <laughs> <laughs> in, in the last. But, so. but to clarify, yeah. when we get to the questions in the final segment, Jeff never sees them ahead no. of time, so I'm always at an advantage. Yeah. But I did want him to at least think about this a little bit. Sounds like he didn't, so he'll be winging it. Well, here's the question, Jeff. Yep. Training camp. Technically, the part that was open to the public ended last week. On our schedules internally, it says tomorrow, Thursday. We're we're recording this on Wednesday. It says camp breaks. So basically camp is over tomorrow, even though they've already kind of started working on a a regular season schedule Mm -hmm. this week. Camp ends tomorrow. Who won training camp slash the preseason? The one player who won. Well, it. you might. I'm let you pick a couple. I've got a couple. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me hear your couple first. I thought you said you had one already. I do, but let me hear yours. Well, uh, one of them is, and, and one, of them is, one of them is going to be the guy we're going to be talking to in a few minutes, okay. Nick Leverett. When yeah. you go from a guy that was um, that is an interesting undrafted free Fridge, and then all throughout this camp, they everybody. I remember Ali Marpet in like the first week. Hey, mm-hmm. who looks good? And he immediately went to Nick Leverett. So. Right.
2: Okay, my, my my first one would be would be who was a guest of the first Salty Dogs, uh, Jalen Darden. Okay. Um, I I liked what he did. I, I think not only what he did on the field, but I like how he's handling himself and handling the spotlight. Because all of a sudden, he's in the forefront, and everybody's talking about him, and everybody's saying really good things about him. And we've both seen this before where a guy gets a little heady over it. And that's not the case. I definitely here. think that's not the case. No, it's not. And he's he he is battling no matter what everybody's saying to him, that is white noise. He's not really listening to it. He is focused on doing what he has you to do. You know who he is listening to? Ah, uh, Tom Brady. His mom. Well, his mom that's, calls him that's a lot true. apparently,
1: and and uh, oh, we well,
2: did have him on that. That's right. That he right. was talking about it again today. His mom well, again, calls him a lot, just like you did good. She, you she did that.
1: Well, she's hard on him. He says, you know, but he likes it. Well, no, but it's a lot of telling him just to keep his head on straight.
2: I remember that. Yeah, he, yeah. I I'm very very um, I'm rooting for him. Oh, but I've been telling I'm, you from the day one. Yeah, he's I like think, my guy. I think if 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 I have to say who
1: won, I would say him. Okay. Well, what about Ross Cockrell? First of all, he makes a very successful on-the-fly switch to safety, probably making, I guess maybe because he he was already secure.
2: Yeah, well, he's also been around a little bit.
1: Yeah, but this is a guy that was not on an active roster when the last regular season began. That's how yeah. we were able to sign him to our practice squad. And like then in November, then he was, yeah. No, no it, was, it was early in September, but we signed him to the practice squad. Parnell Motley was up as our fifth corner, mm-hmm. and I think it was just a couple weeks of practice where the team realized, the coach realized, okay, this, this guy's a better option for us. We need to get him on the active roster so he can play. Because mm-hmm. they had elevated him from the practice squad once or twice, but they wanted him around to play every week. Well, I think that, yeah. He's yeah, playing he's safety now, Jeff. He, he moved, moved over, over. yeah. That's a good well, argument. no, I mean, th- when it comes to the g- he, yeah, he moved over during this camp to play to, like, safety. He had that one practice... That was on the same day that his sister won a uh, the a semifinal heat in the Olympics yeah. in hurdles. And, and on the same day, he picks, picks. on three yeah. passes. <laughs> in practice. I mean, that's winning training all camp right. on that day Go, alone.
2: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, no, no argument there. Now that I'm doing the recall of training camp because I try to forget each day, um, just because they they all run together. But you're you're jogging my memory. You yet. got another? We were in the inside uh, facility. You, no, got you named
1: three really good ones. I named two. Cockrell and Leverett, you named Darden.
2: Well, okay, but so that's three okay. really good. Well, how can three win?
1: Well, I mean, I'm just saying these are candidates. Like, okay. if we're, we're throwing out our candidates so far. Okay, I've who's, got who's Cockrell you, and Leverett. Who's, you your,
2: got, n- who's your number? F-
1: who? I My mean, I mean, next one?
2: Yeah, if you had to pick one.
1: Well, I can I put two guys together here? You can These, these you are win. guys that had no, nothing to worry about about their, their roster spots, okay? All nothing right. to worry about about playing a lot. They came into this camp. We already knew they were going to be big parts of this team. Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Mike Evans has been a stud from day one of this camp. He's been in, he says he's in the best shape he's ever been at this time of the year. He knock on wood has not suffered any right. hamstring injuries that have gotten him sometimes in the past at this time of the year or in the off season. <coughs> he's been awesome. He looks like he's in mid-season form already. Mm-hmm. And now he's with On an offense that should be ready to hit the ground running, unlike last year when they're all still trying to get on the same page. And then Antonio Brown, as Coach Kevin Garver was just saying earlier today, his knee's so much better now that he can tell... Kevin Garver can tell the difference about how Antonio Brown can stick his foot in the dirt and make the sharp cuts. He said even last year in New Orleans in the playoffs, he wasn't able to do that as well as he should. Mm -hmm. That means... You could have. He already was good. I mean, he yeah. had like forty-five catches, and I don't remember five touches or something in half a season. Had a touchdown in the Super Bowl, right? But if, what if this is more like the Antonio Brown of a couple of years ago?
2: Oh, then lucky, lucky dogs we are. Lucky us for sure. But I um, mean, I, that's
1: just he's in a good know, spot, right?
2: Okay, now. Okay, okay. Well, since you're since you're allowed to bring in <laughs> veterans or bring in, um, you know, people who've been around a little bit, I'll tell you who I think's won training camp. And that's Tom Brady. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you why. You're Real ready?
1: underdog story here.
2: Yeah. Well, it says he's the healthiest he's been. Well, that's true. And he looks that His way. His
1: knee's in better shape than that. He ever. looks
2: that way. His arm still has the zip on it. You know, when you get to forty-four, forty-five. when I get there, I'm going to tell you. But <laughs> eventually it goes, you know, the arm goes south a little bit. <laughs> and it hasn't. The fact that he has gotten, and I truly believe this, because you're hearing it over and over again, and it's not just, you know, it's it's not lip service. Um, The Super Bowl is done, over. That was 2020. What a great year. 2021 has got to be something that we need to work on and starting from ground zero. And I think he's got, the way he's approaching it, you know they talk about that great locker room speech that no one ever heard
1: before the Super Bowl. Before
2: game. the Super Bowl, he's got them thinking this: they are in a position to do something that's only been done once before, and that's win back-to-back Super Bowls that's or twice. Well, the Green Bay Packers, but in modern time,
1: no, Dallas has done it.
2: Oh, that's right. My bad. Denver's Pittsburgh done has it. Done it. Okay. All right. So let me back up.
1: I don't think the fact that.
2: Uh, didn't. They do ninety. Oh, they 98, did 99? in they? in
1: Elway's L- last two years. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, see, New I had, England has done I had it? something right. Yeah, new well, England, New England. Yeah. I was thinking about, but but the fact to do that, nobody's done it since since I should have backed up yeah. and said that in, in some people's lifetime, fifteen years, twenty years, whatever.
1: In the since the since the new millennium.
2: Oh, I like that. In the new millennium, yeah. it's only
1: been done once by so, Tom Brady, and
2: we all know that if it didn't happen before you were born, it's not <laughs> real. So, anyways, I think that. I think the way he has approached this team to get everybody together and keep them together, and and not like guys don't need it, but it's it's you see that true leadership. You know, here's a guy that he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody, and he's acting like it's his first training camp. You know, the you know camp's over with, and he's running wind sprints hmm. for crying out loud. And so, I you know everybody just goes, it's Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady, but there's something there's so, something special there. So, Tom no, Bra- let me just say this. I like Tom Brady much better as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer than I did as a <laughs> New, <laughs> League, New well, England New England Patriot.
1: He, yes. Yes, well, uh, you, you most people don't want to root for the Giants. I know.
2: I'm still I got one high out of him. I'm still waiting for another if I ever see him again. <laughs> Go um ahead.
1: So, you're saying Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah. Well, the question was who won training camp in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And you're saying Tom Brady because He's um, as good as he always was. He's better. He's, I think he's better. Okay. I think he's better. I don't know. I don't think that beats out the other ones. You don't? No, I mean, we can say Tom Brady's awesome right. motivated. I don't know if he won training camp, though. All right. So, you. all right, I guess that's enough. I mean, a sure. couple other guys that I had written down as options. Go ahead. Mike Edwards. I'll just go through these quickly. Okay. Mike Edwards, because... He's he's gotten a lot of playing time as a starter with Jordan Whitehead out for a couple of different reasons, and he immediately still looks like the ball hawk that he that he is. I mean, this is a guy that just when he's on the field, he finds the football. Mm-hmm. Joe Tryon could be the be- could
2: be number one. I was th- one. I was thinking about Joe, but it just you know since he hyphenated his name, it's like I don't know who to root for. Shaq
1: right now. Shaq needs to hyphenate his name because he's he's the odd man out now between Jason Pierre Paul and Joe Tryon Showyanka. Uh,
2: maybe that's the whole thing. You got to have. Multiple names. We need,
1: we need Shaq to find another oh. another part to his last name and get that hyphen in there. Maybe
2: he just goes, maybe it should just be, um,
1: well. Shaq bear hyphen et.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah put, it, put the hyphen right in the middle of his last or name. Or maybe just put Shaq and then dash attack and then <laughs> you're done with it. <laughs> So uh, you know Joe's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's to the point now that I believe he's going to have a prominent part in the rotation, mainly as a pass rusher on obvious passing downs. Yeah, right from the beginning of the season, which I wasn't sure about when, when camp started. He just he looks too good. And here's yeah. the weird thing. Let me say this. Here's sure. the weird thing. Every time somebody's talking about him, whether it's Coach Arians or it was Will Golston yesterday. Um, or his position coach, I feel like they st- I hear a different thing that's his strength. Like, I feel like in the spring we were being told he's awesome with the natural bull rush, he's got to learn pass rush moves. And then I'm hearing, oh, he's got a great pass rush toolkit. He's got <laughs> all these moves, he just needs more strength. Right. And then I'm hearing yesterday Will Golson say, oh, he's got a full toolbox of pass rush moves, but he doesn't always need them because he's just around the corner so fast that they can't catch him. <laughs> so what is Joe's strength? Is it all of these things? I mean, yeah. I don't think he goes 32nd and not top 10 if if
2: he's that. If there's something there, if he right? has all
1: those obvious traits. Now, I guess well, they're just well, coming out. I
2: guess because he hasn't. You know, you only use a tool when you need it. You don't. You know, <laughs> you have a toolbox. You don't use them all. Just you're not
1: sitting you, on your recliner at home with a screwdriver. No,
2: again. you. Well, you, not maybe a know, liquid. Variety. Oh yeah, no, um, too much acid.
1: Yeah, okay. Um.
2: I the the fact is is he hasn't been he hasn't needed to use anything yet. You well, know, he's, so he's used his speed. He used well. That's that's it. I
1: still think he's getting a little bit like he was told. Coach Arian said that he he does need to learn how to that first sack that didn't count because they yeah. called threw a penalty on him. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I didn't
2: believe I, that. I just
1: think that sometimes that's. I've said this before. I'm going off on a tangent here, which is like mm-hmm. the basic idea of this podcast half the time. Right. But you know how they tried to make pass interference. They tried to, to make that reviewable, and it was absolute disaster. And by the end of that year, we are like, I'd rather have no replay.
2: Yeah, we're headed this. down that
1: road. The play that I would like to see reviewable is when flags are thrown on Ruffin, the passer. Because how many times, and it's not always just the box. Sure. How many times you watch in a game, you see a sack, and you're like, and they throw a flag, and you're like, what? What did he possibly do? And, and the refs have to make these decisions in a split, split second. second, and it maybe looked like there was helmet to helmet contact. But then you see the thing, there wasn't, or did he land with his full body weight on him? All these different things that how these do guys you, can't do. How
2: do you sack a guy without your full body weight?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, well, you're, I, you're I, not supposed to, like, drive them into the ground with you going on top of them. That's what you're supposed to avoid. But if you jump on the guy, yeah,
2: if he's, it's going to happen. If he's running and you got to leap, you can't pull up in midair. Sorry, not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I just I just think there's so many little, tiny yeah. little things that can go I, wrong when, you're, when it feels like you're making perfect play. And mm-hmm. that's got to be... Frust- Among the most frustrating things that happens. In a game. Well,
2: the other, I, I think coaches, and I may be wrong, but I think coaches will take that penalty because if you start,
1: you can't. You can't. Yeah.
2: You're less aggressive. You're going to be in more yeah. trouble than if you you do it and you get a flag and everybody goes oh. But if a coach sees it like Bruce did and didn't think it was a flag,
1: you're well, not like going to. You're not taking a penalty. Bruce did him. say later that he was. That yeah, a little that bit. He needed to work because he up. came get over the head head top. Of he, him. I think his yeah. head hit the helmet. Hit a little bit, but. Didn't really look like it to the naked eye. No, didn't uh, look well, like a penalty to me.
2: Yeah, I. But you know, you got to protect the franchises. That's the key. That has always been the key. That can't let the quarterbacks go down.
1: Okay, the other guys I had written down were Gio Bernard because. Oh yeah, that's I think there one. was an idea when we signed him that the way he could fit in is to be the third down back and the two minute back. Um, but still, you got Leonard Jones and Ronald Fournette. That, Leonard Jones, yeah. Ronald Jones, Jones and Leonard Fournette that you have to feed. And so, can he really carve out a role? So last week, I think he did. He did because yeah. last week Bruce Arians said directly he already has a major role in this offense.
2: That, so what we see, you're you're getting me, you're starting to get me jacked up because you keep saying who made camp, and I'm hearing all these names. I'm thinking. Dang, this gonna be a good team. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is on good. paper. Yeah, now
1: I'm getting you jacked up. I yes. about Tyler Johnson and I say it because of this. At the beginning it, it, of camp, he was one of the guys the coach criticized. Came in overweight, a little out of shape. Yeah. And? and that was disappointing to the coaches. And he had to rededicate himself and he did it. And coach said he committed to it and he's fine now. He talked again. Today, mm-hmm. he's uh, coach saying he's in, he's where he needs to be, and he's had some nice plays in the games. And right. I think he's really helped himself. I think they see him as a Chris Godwin type who can help you in the blocking. He's he's not Chris Godwin, but nobody is hardly yeah, in terms of blocking.
2: blocking. Yeah,
1: same yeah. kind of to me, same kind of body size could probably work out of the slot. And they think that he can help in in the type of blocking schemes that Chris Godwin does. Wow. So that's, yeah, they're,
2: they're just, that's a hard vote. I think it's almost like the governor, governor's race in uh, California right now. You know, you've got how many, 15 people <laughs> being number one? I mean,
1: I pay attention to the news, but I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Right?
2: Yeah, you know, they're doing a recall in California on the oh, governor, the and there's like 40 candidates. Up. So that's why. You I mean,
1: mean they had to kick the other governor out? No,
2: they haven't. It's just that if you get enough uh, signatures and people, you can do a recall on a on a governor before his term is you're
1: over. You're right. That's why I meant, kicking him out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, something. Is he in,
1: is he one of the people that's a candidate? Does he still get to be? A well, candidate? he well he <laughs>
2: is the he is the the incumbent. So yeah, he is the can he is a candidate. He is he's definitely on the ticket. It's the other party that's okay having it. But oh, I, I see what you mean. By the way, what I'm just saying is that's a very very long list, but it's an awesome list. And I'm sure uh, people who are listening to the salty dogs they have their own names that they think.
1: Oh, that Ginny. were the you're yeah. talking about my list. I yeah. thought you were still talking about the no. gubernatorial candidates. No, your list. Your I list just wanted to say supportive. gubernatorial. Uh, I yeah, that. that that was my whole list, and Darden was on it too. So good job. Um, those, but yeah, there's a lot of guys that really helped themselves, or you know, and then there's Tom Brady, who was Tom Brady, and therefore one camp, according to you. Uh, I I like. I'm not sure, you really understood the exercise. I
2: about. did understand the exercise. Okay, it's right. the same difference mm-hmm, that, sure, that you're sure. saying. Okay, sure. When you're putting on, hey, your, you know who's going to When you're putting on your other Super Bowl
1: ring, you'll be going <laughs> back to this <laughs> podcast. You know who's going to um, get a shot in th- this weekend's game? Rookie kicker Jose Boregalas.
2: I'm su- well. They have to do it because Ryan Suckup is in protocol. Um, right. Which which. Which I kind of thought they wanted to hide him. They didn't really want him
1: kicking. Mm, well, I don't know, but he's going to have to do it now. Wow.
2: someone You know, the way the kicking uh, position is around the league, there, someone's always looking for one, so
1: well, it could I, be I, his opportunity. I, yeah. Or, you know, I mean, you can't 100% count him out here. I mean, no. everybody's in a competition. I don't think that's likely, but... Oh, he was my pick. The that unknown, was right. Yeah, that, so. was a, that was a good one. So, yeah, Ryan sucked up when the Titans were in, in town. And we wouldn't be, we wouldn't know this, A, and wouldn't really be talking about it, B, except that Coach Coach Aaron sure. told everybody yesterday. Sure. So. Because teams don't have to say when guys go on the COVID list whether it's because
2: or reason why. They just <coughs> they're just yeah. just there.
1: Now I think with the vaccination stats and so on, it's going to be a lot more obvious this year. Yeah. But um, Ryan went out with some friends to dinner from the Titans, mm-hmm. and ended up testing positive mm-hmm. yesterday. And so the 10-day
2: rule is in, effect.
1: is in effect, and that means he'll miss this game, but he'll be back in time for the regular mm-hmm. season, with plenty of time for the regular yeah. season. But I, I imagine they would have liked to get have him get He only had one field goal in the first two games.
2: Yeah.
1: and they, I mean, he hit it. It was from sure. 49 yards. Yeah,
2: it was a good one. Um, but you want to see him get it, it, was, it was fun uh, seeing Pinion try to hit a field goal, sixty one yarder. Yeah, that right. was. Uh, I I, I like the philosophy behind that. I, it I liked it a sense. lot. It made a lot of sense.
1: It was a kickoff guy. But
2: yeah. I will tell you, it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was ugly.
1: <laughs> I bet he had fun anyway, yeah. though.
2: Well, it would have been more fun if he made it. Right? All you know, right. Then he then he get bragging
1: rights. Yeah, but it's always. I think it's always fun when one of your two, two kickers gets to do the other one's job. Yeah. Like we've seen guys sure. games where a punter pulls a hamstring and so yeah. your kicker's out there yeah. punting. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually not very pretty. Yeah. You know what we haven't seen in a long time is, you, is a is a pooch punt by a quarterback. Yeah. You we, know, we used to do that every now and then. Uh-huh. When you
2: were talking about punters, I remember, and, and you, I know you're not going to believe this, but I truly believe on the depth chart in a preseason game, Warren Sapp was listed as, like, the third player. Yeah,
1: because he punted in high school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I was, think that's true. When you were saying that, it, he did. He can punt. I mean, yeah. he really can, which is pretty remarkable considering how big a man he is.
1: The, so. dude, the dude was just... Uh, a weirdly good athlete mm-hmm. for his size. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I remember playing a charity softball game with him one time, and he's, he's over at first base making diving plays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Have you ever played this game? Nah, no, I've never played yeah. this game before. I'm just, <laughs> just having fun. Some people just are yeah. really good yeah. at everything yeah. physically. Unfortunately,
2: I, I am not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: okay. All right, good. All right, it's
2: really good you stuff. You want to get to
1: our guest? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. I really am. Maybe he can... This will be the tiebreaker on who won training camp, because he's on this list of candidates, and if he kills this interview, then we'll call him the winner. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll call him the winner. Yeah. The winner of training camp. That's a hard... uh, Well... Because this is probably... This interview now coming up for Nick is probably one of the two or three most important things he'll do in this training camp. It's true. Like playing center for an entire game. Mm Mm-hmm being on salty dogs salty dogs helps your cause here i'm <laughs> telling you you know,
2: we'll see well let's just say this so far we haven't heard anybody
1: so that's well a good yeah thing. we've had jalen darden and javon hagan
2: oh, and there's uh, he's gonna have to compete with that interview because that's pretty yeah, good interview. good stuff
1: all right yeah. let's get to that and then after that segment we'll come back and we'll answer your question the salty dogs And we're back here on the Salty Dogs podcast, and now we have our special guest of the week with us. That's Nick Leverett. Nick, I know this is a busy time, so thanks for spending some time with us so our fans can learn a little bit more about you.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you guys for inviting me.
1: Now, you notice I didn't say... Guard Nick Leverett, no. or center Nick Leverett, or left tackle Nick because I don't know what to call you, man. Well, I mean,
2: We only have 10 minutes, so if you go through the whole line, <laughs> we won't have any time to talk I to I could him. go
1: through it, but why don't you do it for us? Just tell us, kind of, since you got here, what they put you at, and like, especially recently, how you've been doing so many different things.
3: Yeah, I got you. So um, I got here last year uh, during camp. Uh, I'm drafted rookie. They originally had me at guard um, after the season. Oh, uh, well, beginning of the season. Uh, I didn't make the 53 man, I made a practice squad. So I played a little bit guard, then I transitioned to tackle, um and I played most tackle last year. Uh, it was crazy. I'm like six two, six, three, yeah, and yeah, I was out there playing tackle, but um I still occasionally go in and guard both guards, both tackles, and then at the beginning of the training camp this year, well, actually, I came here early um I came to rookie mini camp oh um good. which was uh good for me to Smart actually, move. yeah to you know be able to get in with the rookies and kind of lead lead those okay. guys uh-huh. and kinda uh. Learn the playbook even better. Um, So, I was at tackle there. We was limited on numbers. Um, And LTA started uh, guard, tackle. And since camp started, um, I've literally played all five positions. Um, I started at guard. Um, Josh was out, so I transitioned to tackle. Um, And I played both tackles, both guards. And then last week, I want to say like (laughs) two days before the game, (laughs) uh, John Moshon, he got hurt during the uh, Titans practice, and my coach was like, all right, Nick, you go to snap. <laughs> I was like, all right, Coach, you know, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. And uh, I ended up starting the game at center last game and doing pretty good for the most part. I uh, still got a lot to work on, but – they're pretty good.
1: You Is it correct that you played almost the whole game at left tackle in week one and the entire game at center in week two?
3: Yep, that's correct.
1: That's pretty amazing.
3: It's crazy. <laughs>
1: but it's still – it's a good thing when – okay, because John Mulchon was down and Sidarius Hutcherson had gone on IR, yep. and um, they weren't going to play the starters. Robert Hainsey was still not ready. Mm-hmm. So they, we need a center. I mean, I, I, it's good that they're, you're the first guy they think of,
3: yeah. right? Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think a lot of that is the, my dedication and my like my coaches seeing that because um, I – I was in my playbook. I still am in my playbook like crazy. But my coach is seeing how I, like I stay, I get to the meeting early to look at film. I stay after, um, and you know, my, like I said, my coach is seeing that. And I'm glad that they trust me to go out there and you know essentially run the ship because that's what you do at center. You run. That's I mean, right. you literally got to echo everything.
1: How how
3: how do you go from left to the right
2: side of the line? What what <laughs> kind of adjustments? Footwork, I imagine. Is, is that yeah? I mean. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to be the left guard and left tackle. Okay, you're on the left side. Yeah. But going
3: left to right, right to left, what what are the adjustments you need to make? I mean, just basically honing into your like your basic principles of each play in each position. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely hard because I mean you got to switch the stagger and everything. But at the end of the day, like that's what that's where it goes back to. You know, digging deep in the playbook and knowing like what do you have to do front side, what do you have to do back side. So. Uh, Like, mentally, I was there. I knew it was just a matter of, like, getting myself in the right position, whether I was at left guard or right guard just transitioning.
1: Speaking of digging deep, um, last year, yesterday you were talking about you were on the team, on the practice squad for the entire season until right before the Super Bowl, and then because they wanted to bring in the experienced Earl Watford, you got released, so you weren't actually on the roster for the Super Bowl and then quickly re-signed again. And then you also told us yesterday, and I'm sorry to bring it up, that your grandfather passed away around Christmas, yep. and he gr- was a great friend of yours. So yep. dig in deep after all that and then come back with the attitude you have now. I know Jeff wanted to say you something about that. Yeah,
2: I, I, I'm just, how did you find the fortitude, you know? Because I always approached life that I can't have my business life and my personal life take major hits at the same time. Yeah. You know, you take one or the other, but you took two big personal hits.
3: Yeah.
2: How did you work through that?
3: So, um... I mean, the biggest thing for me was it was it was just – it was a lot of stuff going on. Um, like I said, uh, my grandfather passed away. That was, that was like my right-hand man. Um, I got cut right before the Super Bowl. My birthday had just came up. <laughs> oh, wow. I was, like, it was just a lot going on <laughs> and, like – you know, like growing up, I've always been kind of the underdog. So it was like it kind of wasn't new to me, but it just hit on a different level. It like it hit me like harder than ever before, wow. and I like I was at the lowest point in my life. Like wow. I was, you know, I was, you know, I'm thankful for my teammate John Mosshang because he 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 helped me. He was still on the team on the practice squad, but he welcomed me in with open arms to his apartment.
2: Oh, oh. and
3: you know, I, I was sleeping on the air mattress. Huh. I you know I I was really down bad. I, I want to say it was it was probably the darkest moment of my life. Like, wow. I was literally, like, just working out. Because they, they – I was still in Tampa because – just in case somebody got hurt, they was coming right back. But right. at the same time, I wasn't on the team. So, yeah. I was just – I was literally, like, just – I I was hard on myself. Um, like, I was literally just sitting at the apartment all by myself all day. I was sitting there looking at film. I was sitting there writing notes, like, over and over and over, word for word, of, like, the playbook. Um like I was just I was down bad and like that just like I told myself I I never go I never want to feel that feeling again um so I just I really honed in and I really took everything to the next level like cuz I I I promise you I won't feel like that again I'm literally going to do everything in my will to not feel that way again um so like I took everything to the next level I uh I took my diet to the next level um, I took my training to the next level. I took my sleep habits. Like I got this this new whoop band that tells me like <laughs> <laughs> what time I need to go to sleep. I I promise you I'm asleep every night. I'm in the bed by seven thirty PM and I'm asleep oh, by like eight. Really? Like yeah, and I I'm I'm up at five thirty like just watching film before I get here. And it's just it's stuff like that that I like I I'm doing now that I started way back in February. Um like I, I, I had a little time to, you know, go home, spend some time with my grandma and help her you know, oh. get through a hard time, mm-hmm. so that helped me out too. Um, but women, like I, that, that wasn't nothing to me. Like I, I was like, I'm focused. Like mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. Like I'm focused on this game. I'm focused about my family, and that's that made everything. So, so you've
2: taken the, So you've taken this, these two blows, yeah. and it's now motivated you even more than what you were yeah. to make this football but, team but they, or make any team.
1: But they yeah. did take you. You said down to the darkest point in your life. Sure. So yeah. you could have stayed there. Yep. or gone in the other direction yep. and and so you feel like that experience and and how you responded to it like kevin garver just said outside it's not about what happens to you it's how you respond yep sounds like that's what happened here and because of how you responded at that dark moment you ended up in a much better place is that accurate
3: yep nah it was it was literally sink or swim um and like I, wow. i'm i'm thankful for my best friends they was right there with me along the way they was you know motivating me and keeping my head up high. Um so yeah it was little single swim and I told myself like I, and I'm still I'm still not there yet. Like it, it kinda like, you know, blows my mind and like, you know, it kinda aggravates me. Yeah like everybody's like, you know, you're doing real good, you're doing real good. Which is good. Yeah. But at the end of the day I know I'm not still there. Like I huh. haven't made no team. You know, I'm I'm still fighting. So I mean
1: Yeah, you said you're fighting every day yesterday. Every day. Jeff do you know this guy has a master's degree already?
3: <laughs> in what? <laughs> uh I got my masters in global affairs. Really? Yes, sir.
1: So he 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 graduated in his first three years at North Carolina Central. Yep. Okay. He just told me this beforehand. Okay. So the last year at NCC, he started on his master's degree and then finished at Rice. Yep. That's kind of impressive. Yeah. That's, why,
2: that's why you can play five positions on the <laughs> O-line because O-line guys are smart. There's no question about so it. So what
1: will you be doing after your playing career, which could be a long time from sure.
3: now? So I got my undergrad degree in criminal justice. I got my master's in global affairs, so I wanted to time together and do like a uh, federal level of law enforcement. Okay. Um but, you know, football go well. I think I'm a step away from the bullets flying. <laughs> <and> <laughs> just uh I really want to get into real estate. Okay. Um I've been talking to a lot of people about it and it sounds like a good profitable job so
1: all right yeah, but you still have that to fall back on
3: yeah, yeah. so you're course. looking like 15
2: 20 years down the <laughs> road when football is over and, he, and he's made some investments <laughs> yeah so yeah, you know, and and you and i will be running from <laughs> and it'll be great <laughs> yeah. he'll remember us we well, got him started i
1: think this. i think tom brady would would appreciate your sleep habits sounds <laughs> like but that's, that's that's that level of dedication he's shown is very impressive and we're, you know as you know and you, you're talking about it pretty directly Next Tuesday is the cut down to fifty three. But yeah. I, as you said yesterday, I want to make this team.
0: Yeah. You know, and
1: you you have lofty aspirations. as You said, and um, I, I told you we'd only have you for for ten minutes, so we need to let uh, you take go and get as, some take minutes, as much but time but as you need. Uh, well, I mean, so what are your aspirations?
3: I mean, <laughs> it's, it's plain, playing cut is simple. I, I want to be a starter one day. I want to I wanna start games. I want to I want to have a ten plus NFL career. Mm-hmm. I want to be a. Pro Bowler. I want to be an All Pro guy. I want to be a Hall of Famer one day. There you go. Like I just, I like I just, my ambition for this game is so high. Like I, I'm, I want to truly be a student of the game. Like I want to know every aspect of the game. Like Coach Moore, I want to be like that one day. Like just wow. knowing every single aspect of the game, just to take my game to a different level. And then one day I can pay it forward. make whether that's being a coach, or you know, just teaching my son like what I know, what I like was taught. To make him a better player. That the
2: the fact that you're playing so many different positions, there's gonna be a lot of tape on you. So I, I I would just assume that no matter what where where you end up, you just wanna be in football. But the goal is to
3: make the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, is abs- that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. No, I um I love the guys, man. I uh I've been here for a year, but I feel like I've been knowing these guys for more than a year, years.
2: See that's interesting because you always hear locker rooms always say, Oh, we're tight, we're tight. But it from the story you just told us and what you're
3: saying now, yeah.
2: this is a tight locker room.
3: Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, like well, especially the offensive line room. Those guys really fought for me to, you know, make sure I got a ring, and they they was right there by my side, even though I wasn't here. They they had a whole Super Bowl to focus on, but they was all checking in on me, like you know, Aaron Stinney, uh, you know, uh, Ryan Jensen, Ali Morphe all those guys, man. They was they was constantly hitting my phone and making sure I was okay. So and
1: and you did get the ring.
3: Yes, sir. I do. All right. Yes, sir. I, I wanted to ask that I, I so I wasn't sure if I could oh, ask that or not. I know I did. I wanted to ask
2: it so bad, and then I was like, yeah, no, that. It if, could if, be if, a source of Yeah. If, you, know, you know, you try never to ask questions that you yeah. don't know what the answer is going to be. Yeah. So that's a great. Pretty that, cool that, ring, huh? That, very yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Ring.
3: It's so sweet, man. It's yeah. awesome. It's like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's definitely nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, right, we, we, we uh, Scott and I were
2: both fortunate enough to get one oh, awesome that's awesome man. Ten year, yeah 10 that's year awesome. we've been around yeah, for a long time we've been around the salty dogs have been here for <laughs> a long time and they kind of looked at it and they no pun intended they threw us a bone yeah, see what i go. did there salty, salty dogs. dogs all right that's awesome that's man. why we congrats. have you sticking around past yeah.
1: time so you can hear stupid puns from. yeah right congrats to both of you man <laughs> Thanks. same uh, hopefully we'll be saying the same to you in about a week, um, sure. and yeah. I think we will personally. But, Nick, thank you for your time. Uh, you need to get out of here and get on with yeah. the other things you have for football today. So, but we very much appreciate it, and fans like to hear more about you.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me out here. The Salty Dogs.
1: And we're back one more time here on the Salty Dogs podcast Jeff Ryan over there. I, if you can't root for,
2: for Nick, you can't root for anybody right now. Yeah, I know. I'm just,
1: Some, wow, of, the, some of that stuff. stuff, some of those topics he had talked about in an interview with the media the day mm-hmm. before, but yeah. he really went a lot deeper he into did. it. He I, did.
2: And I just I, I just had the biggest grin when he said he got a ring because I, I really wanted to ask I was
1: in the same place I, you were. I wanted to ask yeah. him if he got a ring, and I thought, but what if the, the answer is no? Yeah.
2: That yeah. could be a
1: real... Yeah, that's not good. That could be and a real sore subject.
2: And I, I thought it was great that he talked about his, his fellow o lineman, you know, lobbying for him yeah. that he should get it. And that is really special. And this speaks volumes of the organization.
1: To you can tell that. that everybody really likes this young man yeah. and they're rooting for him. So it's good that it's working out so well. So keep an eye on him. Okay. All right. Hey, Jeff, guess guess what? You know what? What? I have my first fantasy football draft tonight. I thought you'd want to hear oh, about that. Oh, wow. I thought you'd be excited for him. Heart me. be
2: still. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to really look into this. It. I, I so don't. Think, I don't think a it's passing fast. I was just gonna say. I don't think it's gonna last. Yeah. But like I, I when, mean, when
1: we all thought Twitter yeah, was gonna be a passing. Yeah, fad. yeah.
2: Sure. Sure. All
1: right. And you know, fantasy sports have been around for like 50 years. I or more, do right? know that. All right. Let's
2: do these questions. Remember Please. Hubert Mizell?
1: I do remember the late Hubert, Hubert Mizell, Mizell sports
2: huh? columnist. He used to get so aggravated. He did a, um, a morning show on radio. And when they would start talking fantasy football, this is like in the nineties. Yeah, he would just get so upset, and like this Didn't is not gonna, it. it's never gonna. And <laughs> and I always, whenever I hear fantasy football, I I, I think. Well, I can you.
1: remember my early days of fantasy football with fellow staff members here, and um, uh, like I was the guy running it. So on Monday, I'd have the newspaper out, and I'd be, you know, okay, that guy had ninety-seven rushing yards <laughs> and I had to add it up for Box everybody. Course. I yeah. had to add it up for everybody. I love it. Uh, Now, obviously, it's all done for you, but those were the old days. Yep. And, by the way, we are allowed to play fantasy football. You are. We are not allowed to do almost any kind of sports gambling, like Mm -hmm. almost none, which is fine with me because I don't care. I don't ever do any of that anyway. But um, you can play fantasy football as long as the winnings are... Yeah. Less than two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, sports betting <coughs> is is big, big business, but we as, have to stay out of it. Yeah, we're still we're, we're bound, which makes sense. We're bound by the league rules, which, which makes sense. yeah, I mean,
1: I don't have any problem with it. I don't. Anyway, I would be terrible at it. First of all, yeah, I work too hard w- for my money. Yeah, and I, I would play with my heart too much. Probably. Yeah. Well, then you got to do d- a lot of research. Yeah, That'll get you in trouble every time. Okay, all right. so. Um, hi, Salty Dogs. Hello. Not a question for the podcast, really. Uh, so why did you send it in? Sure. To the question. All right. Anyway, this is a podcast and these are questions. However, I saw this on the Buccaneers YouTube channel and thought it would be nice for Jeff to see the comment. And so he attached a screenshot. Uh-huh. And the screenshot, it was in re- It was a reference to In the Current.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: and he's, this guy says, I do love to watch the series, too, and wondered if you knew what the name of the song is that is played during the intro on each episode. So, so there is a question in there. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I
2: don't, and I probably, um,
1: I, we can find out. We'll know next podcast. Yeah, you have to remember. Oh, I just need to ask Stephen. Okay, you could text him right now. Oh, I could, could. So um, I do love to watch, blah, blah, blah. So there was a question here, and I didn't notice that, or I would have asked Stephen before he came on, but maybe Jeff can get the answer. Anyway, great to have you back to listen to, and I hope the quarantine is over by the time you get this email, Scott. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm happy to be back. You at are. Work. this is my fourth day back at work best regards steve okay so this is the comment that he had attached that was underneath one of these it says i would pay to listen to this narrator narrator talk about paint drying (laughs) what an epic voice oh do you know who the epic in case anybody out there doesn't know who the narrator in the current is it's our own salty dog jeff ryan
2: yeah i you know it's uh, thank you very much for whoever wrote that um I've been accused of having a burner account. That it was me who (laughs) put that out there. So when I get into my uh, contract negotiations at the end of this year, you know. Well,
1: no, Jeff, you do have the voice. Well, you you know, I appreciate that's why they chose you to do that. Well, it's fun. Yes,
2: I do enjoy doing it. In fact, um,
1: what we were you have a certain gravitas. Yeah,
2: what we were thinking about doing, and I don't know if we will, but we're kind of toying with it of um, doing some. what are the kids using these days? Um, TikTok. TikTok. Doing some TikToks, something weird, and then me voicing it like oh, okay. it was that way. That, that's cool. uh, One of our social media people were asking me if I would be willing to do that.
1: You know, I've now I've now used the words gravitas know and that. gubernatorial in this podcast. It, I'm it, trying all of my big G
2: words. The song is called Heathen, um, but it's out of it's not a song that's out there. In the world, it's uh, from a music library yeah, d- yeah. That, do, that, that, does <laughs> that does production work, so you can subscribe to different...
1: Right, because if you try to stick some song from, like, Imagine Dragons on there, then you have to pay $8 bajillion dollars. every
2: time it Every time it runs.
1: So you have this music library, which is approved music. And when I say every
2: time it runs, every person who clicks it, it's called yeah. a BMI, and yeah. it's like when you hear a song Body Mass Index? Uh, I don't know what it means. No, it's not. Um, they... Uh, um, they, I the, the writers get money, royalties, right. from how many times that song is played. But that's, then why, you have a library. that's why restaurants don't sing happy birthday to you, because they would have to pay. Oh, bull. No. Have you ever heard anybody sing happy birthday at a restaurant, at uh, the restaurant doing it? They always do some goofy,
1: like, happy, happy, happy.
2: Never the happy birth. Oh, I don't believe stop. you.
1: Check it out. I'll check it out later, but you do. I do not believe you. You I swear, I've heard people sing happy birthday. You, you know,
2: can otherwise. as an individual, but you no, can as a company. You can. The,
1: the waiters and waitresses, the servers. No, I'm just saying. I the, don't believe they're you. They're breaking the law. I do not believe you. Breaking the law. You've yeah. been, what, there have been moments in the in our podcast run where I've been like this and totally did not believe you and then yeah. had to eat crow a couple right. weeks later. So we'll see if that's another one of these. I know. I truly believe Jeff Ryan that. says you cannot sing.
2: In a, in a corporate environment.
1: Servers, corporate servers at a restaurant, restaurant cannot sing "Happy Birthday."
2: They can, but they have to pay the royalties for it.
1: Oh, who's policing that?
2: You would be surprised.
1: I would be surprised. And okay, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure there's. Here.
2: I'm sure there are some. I'm sure there are some um, uh, service industry individuals listening to this podcast. Yes, that could chime can in on this, or yes. I can
1: ask somebody I know that's in the yeah. service industry. But can you? I digress. But can, can go ahead. Can you? Can you please narrate? paint drying right now so I could hear what that would be like?
2: <laughs> That's what they
1: wanted me to do. It says he would I, listen
2: to you. And I know, but I, you know, I have to have the words. I have to, you know. You
1: need a script in front uh, of you? Sure. I wish I'd have written a script.
2: Uh, you want to hear as paint I mean drying? It, it's,
1: yeah, I okay. want to talk about paint drying.
2: All right, let me think for a second.
1: You know, it could be like, wow, I just painted this yeah, wall. Let me
2: just think for a second. Let me think. It is a brilliant white. It slides on the <laughs> wall covering it completely. He's getting kind of into this. He misses a small spot. <laughs> you should see him staring at the he wall He touches room. it. And you wait. As you look at it, it slowly changes colors. <laughs> Your wife is telling you you picked the wrong paint.
1: <laughs> don't touch I the don't paint. I don't know if he's ever going to stop doing this. Don't touch the paint. God, there was... Damn. You touch the paint. (laughs) How's that? That had a really nice arc to it. (laughs) There was like a whole story there. Wow. That was more than I could have expected. I have a very warped mind. That was more than I ever could have expected. All right. So anyways, yeah,
2: now you know what's going to happen. The whole social, you know how our social media team is. They're on everything. They're going to grab this? Yeah, now I'm going to have another project. Jeff
1: Ryan is describing paint. All right. All right. Hello, Salty Ones. Congrats on your rings. I don't have a question. What's with all this everybody writing yeah. in about questions? Well, that's nice. They just want to chime in. You could say, how are you? Sure. I mean, they just throw a question in there yeah. somehow. What about the rings? But the Salty Dogs episodes are no longer working on Apple Podcast app. I brought this up to explain. Why? Well, it's been fixed. Oh. I just wanted to let people know. At least I think so. Max was on it. He said they knew what the problem was and they would resolve it. It's a little trickier on Apple Podcast. Apparently, there's some yeah. there's some tricky mm-hmm. issues there. But uh, I I don't know for sure that they resolved it. P- and then Max went on his honeymoon. Yes. Who, who schedules a honeymoon during the, during season? the middle of training camp? During I don't know, started. but whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I hope, well, I hope they're having. We're a good becoming
2: honeymoon. salty over this because <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> and I remember when there was a time when season started, you didn't take any time uh, off. That's still the case. I kn- I can't. Yeah, but
1: I'm just teasing Max. I though, know. If he, sure. I'm sure. He, hey, I, hey, they honeymoon. they let me go for three days. During camp, oh, to go drop off my son at Georgia Tech. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, there, are, I there are exceptions we, to be made. We, we like to tease Max. Although that was when I was in quarantine anyway. Yeah. So. All right. I hope I'm the only one. That have blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much for the great content and the work you're both doing. Thank you. Tell Jeff and the team in The Current should earn an award for the amazing show. Oh, thank you.
2: We well, did last year. Yeah, that's know right. That? I did we, know that. We, I was going
1: to point that out. Uh, that's <laughs> well-deserved. Yeah. I love In The Current.
2: I love doing it. It's a lot I'm of fun. You do. It's a lot of fun.
1: So if you haven't already, watched the whole six-episode arc that we dropped in July. Well, we did.
2: And then we just did one for uh, the first week of, or that's for the awesome. first month of training I count. haven't watched that One yet. dropped,
1: yeah. Awesome. Last well, Wednesday, I believe. That's for all the best, Makai Polara, and said, P.S., you pronounced my name perfectly for my Super Bowl question. Oh. Thank you. So I hope I pronounced it the same way this sure. time. Because it would be kind of backsliding if yeah, I messed it up You now. can't remember. All right, third one. Hey, dogs. Hey. Do you think this new preseason with three games works? (coughs) I mean, does it work to get the team ready for the games to count? Tom Brady has only had about five plays so far. I think it's six. Mm -hmm. I guess the starters are going to play more in the third game. That's true. But that's still not much. On the other hand, there was no preseason at all last year, and I guess things were fine. I just thought we'd see more of the starters this year, and that would get them off to a hot start in the regular season. I sure would like to see this offense play all season like it did at the end of the last one. Thanks for the time. Thanks for your time, Kevin M. in Plant City. <coughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure there was a right way to do it. There isn't. Co- I think Coach the other day expressed that he was satisfied with the schedule. What it has done, okay, so it, here's how it used to go. Starters would, in game one, starters would start play one, maybe two series. Game two, they'd play like a quarter. Game three, the starters would play a half, maybe into the third quarter a little bit, depending upon how things were going. And then the fourth game would be all for the young guys. So what Bruce did instead, and I think some other teams have done, they made that second game the one that was just for reserves. And they were able to do that because they held joint practices with the Titans in our case, but some other teams have done the same thing. And they get a lot of scripted, near-live work in that way. And they feel like, okay, all our starters got all that. The plays we needed to accomplish anyway, they don't have to play in this game. So I think you're going to see it be an annual thing. That you're going to try to do these joint practices. I don't. Th- I don't think they're going to want to have a, a three-game schedule without those joint practices.
2: I yeah, and I think a lot of coaches like the joint practices more than they like the preseason games because they get better looks. they're yeah, they more controlled.
1: Them. Yeah,
2: and um, but you know, don't forget, you're doing three preseason games. You're doing seventeen games that count, and that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, because you're going to have to. Um,
1: Everybody's always ba- you're going to
2: have to balance. Your people out. I mean,
1: yeah. you know, I mean, what do yeah. you do? What do
2: you do if you get in December and you already locked everything up? Do you rest your guys? We're you have the seventeenth, so that'll be something we talk about in
1: December. Yeah, hopefully we are talking about whether or not we should rest guys in December. Yeah, wouldn't that
2: be a nice problem to have? I don't think you. that
1: you would do a whole lot of that. No, no. Anyway, we'll see. Yep. I mean, who would have thought it would work out last year with no preseason? And it wasn't perfect. I no. mean, for the Bucks in particular, or any team that was trying to break in a new quarterback. I know he's not a new quarterback, but he's new to you. Sure. New to your playbook. And we saw how it took them a while to gel. Mm-hmm. And they've talked about it pretty openly since the Super Bowl. How it was about the second half of Cincinnati-Kansas City game. Yeah. Like week 12. Sure. Before they really felt like they were all insane. Yeah, but
2: if you, it's you know great time to catch on fire. So well, yeah, and then they never lost again. So you got to go with that.
1: Okay, this one, this final one right. was actually sent in to me for a mailbag. And I actually wrote about it and had a lot of fun with it. But okay. I wanted to hear you... Do it. Take it all right. So there was a lot to the top of it. I won't read it all, but then, basically, here's the question. Have you ever given thought to who would win a fight between mascots? <laughs> given lots of us these days have two teams we pull for, spoiler, a Packer loses to everything as what mascot would get tricked to crawl into a box. So what he means by mascot is not Captain Fear or Sir Purr. He right. means the nickname, the character, uh, Buccaneer, a Buccaneer against a Packer. Yeah. In my mind, we'd have to stay honest and only give the mascot what the true-to-form mascot has at their disposal. So a Seahawk cannot magically drop naprom from their claws during battle, for example. All right. Um, but um, I don't understand this part, but it's about Raiders and Buccaneers bases. But certainly they'd be carrying a pistol of some sort. Sure. Vikings, if staying true to the period, would carry an axe. Uh, Washington football team, well, they get the entire team, I suppose, so can 22 suited-up guys take down a bingle with their bare hands? Saints at a serious disadvantage in all ways. The mind can go on and on with this serious... The
2: Jets could really hurt you.
1: Yeah, so the question you want is, based upon our 2021 schedule, Mm. who wins? So not every team. Like, we don't play Mm -hmm. the... Mm I'm thinking we don't play the. Um, I think, Rams. The, I think the Bears have.
2: A, I think the Bears have a really good shot at it.
1: Okay, so here's the here's the animals that we play or birds: eagle, bear, falcon, colt, Bill, which I'm assuming means is a, buffalo. a buffalo. We're not saying it's a guy named Bill, yeah. right? No. It's not like Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, all the bills.
1: <laughs> you get all the bills. Every bill in the world. Every bill. In the well, world. I think that team would yeah. win
2: then. Kill Bill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bill Pullman. Okay. Um, uh, panther, and if you're counting preseason, Bingle. Right. When I answer this question. I, I, I got to say the bear takes out those I think animals. the bear wins yeah. in, the, in that. Um, he might, I mean, if the buffalo was rampaging, if, you know. If she, yeah, but we're only talking one. It's yeah, just one buffalo. One,
2: yeah, I, I go with the bear. Uh, <coughs> the uh, the um, panther maybe might, might give a good shot because it can leap, you know. Mm-hmm. um. It can leap. Well, you know, it's what I'm got saying. A huge leap, shop. Yeah, it can uh, leap about. Yeah, but it's, a, but it's about. It's 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 a
1: panther. So I just did a Monty
2: Python. I did see that. Okay, um, now
1: now here are the things yeah. that are like um, people or humanoids, c- cowboy that we're playing, cowboy patriot football team, giant, saint, titan, and Texan. Easy, giant. The giant wipes. Well, the titan's off. like a giant. I think. Is well, it? Isn't it? Wouldn't a titan be like? And anyway, did you not watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay. Well, there were plenty of war scenes where there was one or two giants in there, and they didn't end up faring too well because you can overwhelm a giant with a whole lot of smaller people. Okay. So if you're the Washington Football but Team, you're, you have fifty three people.
2: Right. So you're saying the Washington Football Team trumps everybody? I,
1: then when I answered this question, because they were 53? they were my winner because you they, get
2: to whole you get to you all fifty three.
1: That was that was okay. my assumption. All
2: right. So if. if if you're going down that, and I, I was think they beat run. every
1: animal too. They beat every animal. Yeah, fifty-three. If you have fifty-three, yeah. yeah. The
2: sure. other thing is, well, yeah, because you could lose fifty-two of them, and you got one left, and they win.
1: Yeah, if you you're a war of attrition, sure. as they call it. If basically what I was saying here in my answer, and he says you can have. The things you would have, so a buccaneer would have like a sword sure. or maybe some kind a of ship, a gun, cannon. And, well, I, I'm saying, but in mine, I think the battles fought on land. See, so that, that didn't help the buccaneer. But the
2: problem with the buccaneer is he's using like a musket, you know, one that's shot. Why, so. that's why so. amongst
1: all of those. So the cowboy comes in pretty good because he's right. got a six shooter. Sti- well, and there's still cowboys around, sure. so they presumably could have very modern guns. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I had the cowboys right. winning amongst the singular humans. Yeah. And a, and a cowboy with a really nice weapon could shoot a giant. Yeah, I don't he think you can a rope you, tie you. I don't, yeah. Maybe the giant. Sometimes they carry a big club, right? Right. That could be pretty tough, but you could probably shoot them. Yeah. Especially if the cowboy was around Was around where the animals were fighting was able to jump on the colt. Right. And, you know, ride it around. That would be an advantage, right? Sure. Um, well, the colt is by itself, though. Yeah, oh, oh, but there's only one cowboy.
2: But right. Okay.
1: One cowboy, one colt. But, he, you know, he might not be broken in. Yeah. So he's probably a wild horse. That wouldn't really well, work. Well, he could, yeah. Okay. But I but I think you're right yeah, about it's kind the, of a fun thing. the bear beating them. Yeah, I like the bear. And we're only including the teams on our schedule so. Sure. Well, and then I think you're absolutely right, a jet Oh. A jet probably wins, right? Well, yeah. But well, oh, it, well
2: <sighs> nah. Is it a yeah. is it a
1: commercial jet? If it's
2: a fighter jet, it obviously can shoot yeah. an but, entire but football it, team. Yeah, if it's a commercial <coughs> jet, it kind of it goes low. The bear hides, hits the tree. It's over with yeah, the jet. You yeah.
1: if your if your if your jet could land on the entire football team, yeah, that yeah. would wipe them out. But right. it probably they would be able to get out of the way of the jet. I think. Yeah. So we need to know if it's a commercial jet or a fighter jet. What's the logo look like? I think it's um It's
2: just the jets. I don't. It's just one jet.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't really, really, you can't tell if it's a fighter jet or
2: I I don't think it's a commercial one, just because... It would make more
1: sense for it to be a fighter jet. Yeah. Well, actually, it would make
2: more sense to be a commercial one, because they have so many airports in New York.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, is that what what the team was named after? By the way, this question was sent in by a guy whose name is, his name might be Niche. Yeah. Because it's spelled N-I-C-H. Okay. I mean, it's like Nick. It's, like it's probably
2: Nick, but it's...
1: You know how some people spell Zach with an, with with an, an H? With an H, yeah. But I've never seen Nick with an H before.
2: No, but so it either it's special. A f- I say it's Nick.
1: It's probably his way of shortening Nicholas. Ah, but he pronounced it Nick. But when it's written, it looks Where like Nitch. I didn't.
2: It I, doesn't say. I
1: only copied part of his email. I will
2: say he has a lot of time on his hands. So.
1: Well, I answered the question, and he actually emailed me back and oh. said he enjoyed the answer. Good. So that was good. Well, it hopefully he enjoyed this one I like too. when I get sent funky questions yeah, like that. I enjoyed that very that was much. Fun. It's one I could just. Go with it. Just I like it. Let your imagination run wild. Uh, as much as you did with the paint on the Yeah, wall.
2: you like that? I think yes. that's going to come back and bite me in the butt. <laughs> but that's a whole other <laughs> thing. Hey, w- I do want to remind everybody, we are brought to you by Beefo Brady's. I'm not sure if I have to do two of these or one of
1: these. Ah, we, so I'm going to do
2: two. Let's do two. It's kind of interesting, this one, because it, it doesn't really work with us. Because it says, if you tune to the station, you're looking for the classics. So oh. I'm going to change that. Uh, If you tuned to this podcast, you're looking for the dogs. You found them. Wings, nachos, Angus burger, beer. Put them all together and you get Beef O'Brady's. Hungry for tailgating greatness? Try beefs to go or full-on catering. Beef O'Brady's, where game time meets tailgate.
1: Well done. You're going to have that memorized within a few weeks. I,
2: right? will. I will. I'll play with it for a little bit. And, you know, I'll put my own words in there, and then I'll get letters saying I shouldn't be doing it that.
1: I'm not going to talk any more about beefs because you said I have to keep this You have to do it one Because yep. I've got other things to say. All
2: right. We'll do it next week. Since you did, thanks for listening.